You can prepare for everything that you can control, but that's not very much. My goal was just to hunt as hard as I could, as long as I could, at all costs. Better ask it, man. <laughs> Speak for yourself. 28 and sunny, we're almost definitely going to have hikers on the trail, boys. I'm getting across that damn river, and I'm getting after those goats. Let's go. We're hunting. We're going after something. <laughs> Back. <laughs> Garrett's here, as promised, in the last gear list we just did. So Garrett and I are both just uh, firing up laptops here to have a look. So if you've if you've clicked on the link on the Instagram, you've seen the uh, the blank template that Nick and I have been using for our gear list. I sent the same template over to Garrett. Um, I know he had a different system. He Pack, he was packing it. Um, what are we doing? By it pocket, just... you were, you were, you were packing it, which kind of makes sense. Like all these things need to be in this pocket. All things need to be in this pocket, and that's how you're getting your complete list. Yeah. So, and general, like, say all the kill kit and all that stuff is all in the same pocket. Right. Yeah. So. Um, that's probably not bad. But this is just what we were doing, and I, mine was already filled out. So I thought I'll just send this to you, and then we can work through it together because um, we're getting a lot of questions about what gear we're taking on this trip, and I said it on the last podcast, but Nick's a Nick's a disaster when it comes to packing. Like he was talking about bringing two puffy jackets. He's a nutcase. Yeah, I was just listening to him on the way here. Yeah, and I told him I said I wouldn't carry camera gear if he's bringing two puffies. Well, that that'll work for me. Then I don't have to bring a puffy, and then I can just say I forgot one. And yeah, that would work. No, well, you should bring an extra. Garrett, once, once we get to the top, Garrett just picked up a. It's the Brooks. Men's, like men's Brooks. Brooks. Yeah. Um. Vest. It's the vest. He was kind of thinking it was going to be a little heavier, but it's actually quite a light layer. So we're sort of scratching our heads right now, thinking that maybe you should bring a maybe you should bring a, a puff a full puffy jacket, not just a vest. Mm-hmm. There you go. You get that list populated, right? Yeah, it's right here. How do you feel after the Abbey grind this morning? Good. I yeah, it feels great. I, I was surprised because I haven't been hiking. I'm just sort of after I got that little knee twinge i sort of backed right off on the hike and just went mm-hmm. shooting in the mornings instead and i thought i was going to suck wind on that hike but it was fine yeah i felt good i i've been exercising just not as much hiking although having said that on saturday I just went on a big hike with our kids so and they were hanging yeah, off you I've, like everywhere i saw one on your shoulders one on your arm yeah for part of the ways i carried yeah. two but <laughs> <laughs> how heavy do you think your pack was this morning i know it wasn't like full uh probably 20 25 Okay, so, so enough not, to make it annoying, but yeah, probably twenty. Yeah, so yeah, I think one was, I think one's twenty-seven, but it was still. It was basically packed for a scouting, like yeah. a one a one night trip, let's say, without a spotter in there. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. All right, have you got that up? That list? I've got it here. I'm just wondering what was that you had sent me that list, and it had a acronym B. B. Yeah, the. Oh, BTGH, Behind the Glass Hunting. There we go. Yeah. Um, so if you haven't seen the list, I break it, I break down my pack list into um, five or six categories, maybe seven, I'm not sure. Sleep system, system which is like self-explanatory. That's your tent, thermorest, sleeping bags, things like that. Anything that goes into sleeping. Uh, mess kit, so that's your stove, gas, spork, um, anything, water bottles, anything to do with you know that would you you would consider your kitchen 
clothing worn is a section, and that's obviously what I'm wearing on day one. Uh, clothing packed, so this is obviously the clothing in my backpack, not on my body. Then I have hunting items, which I was really surprised. At. We can get into this, but I was I've always gone back and forth on this with Nick. Like if I took out all of my hunting items, would they weigh the same as if Nick took out all of his film items? Mm-hmm. Like if we took out our craft, the tools of our craft, would our base weight be the same? I have no idea what his weighs, but my hunting items, everything, so it's rifle, ammo, game bags, Binos all and- the glass, everything, yeah. bino harness, everything. So if I if I took out all these things, I wouldn't be hunting. I would just be hiking. Uh, weighed eighteen pound, which I was surprised. Like that sounds like a lot. Sounds like a lot. Sounds right. like a lot. But then when you start breaking down, it's all there. Um, general items, and this is this is your junk drawer. This is trekking poles, headlamp, butt pads, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, that and, list just kept getting longer and longer for me. Yeah, it gets long <laughs> pretty quick. So let's. Um, I put it up on Instagram. I think most people saw it and probably commented. But you and I are actually going to share a tarp. Uh, share a tent on this one. Yeah. Have you packed that thing? The, the, no, I haven't. It's the Seek Outside Eolus. Yeah. So it's the yep, two-man two trekking pole thing. We were going to try and share a... I don't own an Eolus. I own a Silex and a Cimarron, so we are trying to make a combination of that work. But then Taylor's lent us the Eolus. And I think it's going to be fine. Yeah, I would have was- shared that Silex with you. I've slept two guys in smaller tents than that before. Yeah. I think the sharing the tent's totally going to be fine. It's just more as long as you can find a, f- a flat spot big enough. Right. And then, which is it's kind of, it seems kind of strange, but I think we're probably going to get a lot of versatility out of it. I'm bringing a silt up. Yeah. And then too, if we need to, we can, we can always have somebody sleeping outside the tent under the tarp, I'm assuming. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we're in a, if we're, if it's as gnarly as you say it is, and it looks like it is based on the pictures. And if we're staying on one of those ridges, we could, that, that's a pretty big tarp. Yeah. We could probably and that just, pitches we, up with trekking poles too, right? We can pitch it up however we want, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah but trekking poles would be great and we could use rocks and dead man acres in the rocks yeah. and we could easily sleep under the tarp if it really got bad. Yeah. So that's kind of crazy. And the tarp actually weighs more than the tent, so I'm pissed. Oh, the, really? Yeah, the tarp weighs... This, even with pegs? The peg... What? No, or without, like, even with the tent pegs and all that? Yeah. Okay, I guess the tent pretty much is a tarp with trekking poles, so you're that's already weight that you you're carrying already. So yeah, the trek you get the tent poles for free because you're already using them as trekking poles. Yeah, but the um the tarp weighs two pound, and I think the Eolus is just a fraction under two pound. Oh, okay. could be wrong there, but anyway, I've got this tarp. That I'm not pumped about having to carry, but I think it'll. I think we're gonna want it. Yeah, I think so. Especially glassing, we could glass underneath it, or yeah, it's a big bright yellow thing. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, it's not very. No, that's right. Not very inconspicuous. Um, I think our sleep systems, apart from sharing a tent, me bringing a tarp. You doing Tyvek ground sheet? Yeah. So for do you want me to run through this quickly? Yeah. Well, have we got any differences? Like I'm using a. Tell I, me what you got in there. I got a six by three Tyvek ground sheet, and then for my sleeping pad, I got a Neoair X Lite sleeping pad. Is that the silver one? The gray one? That's the Thermarest. Uh, no, that's the yellow one. The yellow one, because there's a new one that came. In. I don't know if it's new, but there's a, it's grey in color and it's the NeoAir. I don't know what it's called, but it, the R value, the insulation value is five point seven. Mm-hmm. Like that's hardcore. Do you know what yours it, is? I think this one's, I'm sort of guessing here, but I think it's four, four and a half, something like that. Tons. Yeah, mine's yeah. mine's the green one, NeoAir 
SV, which I think stands for speed valve. Mine's got like a roll top. Oh yeah, I've seen you doing that. Yeah, and it's got a, it's pretty high Arvo. It's 4.9. I've had, I've, I've had two punctures in it. Yeah. So now I treat it really good. Definitely when you're, when you're way up high and you're blowing that thing up, it's breath, blow, breath, not blowing. Cause with yeah. the low oxygen, I've had it before where you just start blowing that thing up. All of a sudden you sit back and your head is spinning and you're dizzy. So really, yeah. You know what I found to be a bit of a move with the thermorest is, um, when I leave my tent for the day or like if I basically as soon as I get up in the morning, I deflate my pad while you're laying on it, whatever, while I'm laying on or when I'm off it, but I just don't leave it inflated all oh, day because yeah. in the sun, um, I've just come back to them before and they've deflated. Okay. Um, I don't know if it's like they're under pressure in that heat. I don't yeah. know if it's that or if it's like expands a little bit. And anyway, so I've just got into the habit of deflating it. Yeah. And I don't sense. know, if, but that's just a bit of a thing I do now. Um, you bring a, you do a down or a synthetic sleeping bag. So, so first on the pad, one thing I got oh, is a patch kit. You got a patch kit. Got for a yours? patch kit. Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. ordered a new one because I have made two patches in it. I first was going to order a new pad. I'm like, you know, this thing's five, six years old. But then I was like, yeah, no, we'll see what happens. Then, see they, so I ordered a new patch kit. So I'll have now. I got four patches in there. I think so. I actually used. When I got the punctures in this the first time, I bought a couple of patch kits because okay. I'm like, I don't know how this is going to go. And those patches, the thermorest patches, if you if you rip your rain gear, okay. they're money. You do them on the inside of the rain gear yeah, and they're great for like patching tears and stuff. And they're so easy to use too. So easy. It's yeah. it's all laid out. Instructions are right on the yeah. patch. Just it's super easy. It takes a couple minutes and that's it. I so. had to push mine. Well, when I did my rain gear, I like held it firm between books for like 24 hours but i think that okay. i think there's a the thermarest has like a speed one that you just sort of apply real quick is that the clear patch yeah it's like you sort of got the gum thing that you stick on there like a looks like a piece of gum yeah you stick it on there and then you push the patch over top of it oh that's pretty slick yeah that's at least that's the system mine is so it's sort of a two-step process mm -hmm. as far as you you got it well you obviously got to clean it and then you push the gummy piece on there and then you push a clear patch over top which is also sticky so then you end up with a patch you know maybe a one and a half inch circle and then goo yeah. squirting out all yeah, the sides no no not it's pretty like it's pretty tacky kind of like gum oh. so you just got a small piece so you put right on the hole and then that spreads out oh. maybe half an inch and then it gets pretty thin and it, it works great. I've I've had I've had two on my thermorest and they've been on there for a couple of years and it's been no problems. Sweet. So, well, yeah. fingers crossed and touch wood. Yeah. We don't have to deal with uh any of that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was one thing being a floorless shelter, the cause the Seek Outside Ulysses is a floorless shelter. I was, you know, with the Tyvek or yeah. say a rocket's kicked underneath your your mat there. So I was a little more I better make sure I have a patch kit. So that was just one of the thoughts I had. I wonder how protected you are in a tent though. Well, especially like the lightweight ones, the, the bottom of those tents is little I know, more than you, underwear. You have less chance of a rock getting like flicked yeah. underneath or whatever. So yeah, I hope, and, I'm hoping the tie. And with last year where we were sleeping, it was generally gravel, small gravel. So I, I don't think it'll be a problem, but I just, it's just something I didn't, I didn't want to be out there without a patch kit. So, oh, for sure. Yeah um so yeah sorry down or synthetic sleeping bag i have a synthetic sleeping bag i actually have the mountain hardware hyperlamina flame which is synthetic i bought that a few years ago as well um 
did a lot of research and I wanted something synthetic just from hearing from other people. Yeah. Uh, actually, listening to an Aaron Snyder podcast, he's basically said, if you live in BC, you shouldn't get down or yeah. Alaska or the West Coast kind of says, you know what? I don't want to be sitting there without a bag that can keep me warm. At least now I can get wet and I can stay warm. And Taylor had a bit of a scare last year when we were up there because his bag got wet. Yeah. And then it did dry out and it was just a small patch, but he was a little worried because he pulled it out of his pack yeah. that it was going to be totally deflated and it was like, it was freezing at night. Oh. So, yeah. But it ended good. up being fine. But he had a down bag. I so. do. I run a down bag. Oh, okay. Um, no issues yet in the wintertime? No, I've had a wet bag, but I've learnt to manage it better. You know what I mean? Like I, I work really hard. Like whereas you can be a little carefree. Yeah. I, I spend a lot of time making sure I don't get a wet bag. Yeah. But I also have another bag that's a, um, like a treated down. And I know that's not great, but you know what? I've got these two bags, so I just make them work. Yeah. Yeah. So which one are you bringing this time? It's, a, it's a Mountain Designs, which is like a Australian, New Zealand version of um, Mountain. Is that the like warmer a, one or the less warm one of the two? They're exactly the same. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're exactly the same. But this I'm bringing straight down, not bringing the treated down. I have the most luck with that. And the other thing I was going to bring is my bivy sack. So I got that last You're year. You're bringing that? I'm sort of thinking about it still. Yeah. But my thought was um, the bivy sack, if it gets to a point where we're tight for space, I could always just sleep in that outside not, the oh, tent. Yeah, yeah. Right? Or, and it's only couple ounces it's super light really and the other thought i i could put it yeah i don't know i'm still debating on that one what do you think think i'll need it well i mean if you're bringing a bivy sack what am i bringing a tarp for fair enough kind of you gotta bring in like a couple of redundant shelter options here it's true um may just leave that one at home well i mean you do whatever you want uh, just like I'm not, I'm not bringing it because of warmth. That's why I'm not worried about the cold. Because if it's cold, I'll just wear my puffy jacket in my bag. Your which puffy I've, vest. I've done that in November. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've done that in November, and I've been totally fine. Yeah, I'm not. So worried about this being is cold not shouldn't be that cold. Um. Yeah, we should hash out how we're gonna how we're gonna set up camp on these rocky bluffs. And I I still have it here as a question mark behind that one. Yeah, I had a couple of those. I, now that I'm packed, because I'm fully packed now, uh, with the exception of my Nomad, it hasn't shown up yet, but I got the shipping saying it should be here today. Yeah, that's funny because you ordered it After, before me. And I sent them a steamy email today. Not a oh, steamy, really? but I'm like, hey, let me know if it's not coming. I'll, I will just go and buy Nomad from a retailer. Yeah. Um, it wasn't like a too steamy. Um, so my sleep, did you weigh any of this stuff? No, I haven't. Don't do it, man. I did it and I, I'm not strong enough to weigh, weigh it because now I want to like, now I want to throw away the tarp and just sleep on the rocks. And the last few years, the first trip I did three years ago, I weighed every like weighed my whole bags. The last few years, I've not weighed my bag once. Yeah. Besides, actually, that's not true. When I've come out, the one time I weighed my bag. And I'm then bringing I the, the scale. Meat. I'm weighing when we get back to the boat. Yeah. When we get, when we're done. When we get to the boat. When we get down to the boat, yeah, off so, the mountain. So when I'm coming down with my mule deer and my billy, nice. I'm gonna weigh it, and that's just gonna give me the biggest kahunas in town. Nice. <laughs> no, I'm an idiot. Anyway, if anybody's interested, my sleep system came in at six point eight, all in with tent, with tarp, therm rest, sleeping pad, a sleeping bag, pegs, and tie it. I assume yours is probably pretty close. Yeah, it would be, I'm assuming, because yeah. 
I think my bag's about three, two and a half, three pounds. Yeah. That was the, and yeah, the treated down was heavier, a heavier bag. So I simmered down a little bit. Um, you and I are going to share a stove, which I've never done. Oh, I've done it once. I did it on the hunt that you and I met on the sheep hunt. Ross and I were sharing a stove. Yeah, so I don't think it'd be a problem because I don't drink coffee. So I won't need it in the morning. I'll just need it for the days when I have a hot meal. Well, I mean, at that point, I'll just get Nick to boil with some extra water. Yeah. Like I'm going to carry gas. Yeah. Just this. So you and I, if you and I are going. So we're into mess kit now. Oh, yeah. Sorry. We're moving into mess kit. If yeah. you and I are going to share to like the point that we are talking about, share everything. Yeah. I, I think that at the trailhead, we should weigh bags or here before we leave, weigh bags and we should level up. Fair enough. Like if mine's a bit or yours a bit heavy, I'll take some weight, vice versa. Like if you and I are cutting the same corners. Mm-hmm. Well, um, as, yeah, as long as it's close, whatever. So. Yeah. I mean, but if you're 80 and I'm 60, yeah, like let's do something. Let's fix that. Yeah. Because I know you and I are working hard at it. Yeah, no, fair enough. I I think mine's pretty tight and lightweight, and I feel like I think, yours is too. I think they're going to be right, and then Nick's going to be the wild card. He's yeah. going to be the black pony on this one. Well, if he's taking two puffies and six pairs of socks. He's a wild man. <laughs> um, Eric Schatz, the Shadonator, uh, dropped me off uh, a book last week or the week before. Wants me to take a book on the hunt oh really and i'm like man i don't think i i'm not really into reading on hunts if but the he, weather's bad <laughs> that's kind of he's like i saw what happened then it was bad weather you didn't get out of the tent for a day so he's he's trying to get me to do it to yeah. take a book um so i might take it and just like get him a nice like mountaintop book reading photo just for spite how big is the book how heavy it's actually tiny did you weigh it uh yeah it did it was nothing oh, okay it was nothing yeah I've so heard, i might do it. i've heard a story of people having that similar situation it was three guys so they yeah one they ripped book. it yeah and they read the book in just sections three sections that's so one awesome. guy got to start with the last section one guy <laughs> with the middle section that's epic that's funny um all right so we're gonna share a stove which is pretty sweet yeah all i have is an msr pocket rocket and then for a fuel canister i have a question mark here because i feel like either you could if I, you could carry a full canister, we could both take two small ones. I thought, like, I'm going to bring a four ounce, which is the two inch tall little one. The four inch wide one? Or... Four inch wide, two inch tall. That's okay. a four ounce. So I'll bring a, one of those as well. So if, I think if you and I have, I've, Nick's bringing the eight ounce. Oh, okay. And I've never seen one of those run empty. Not on, like, the week long trips that I yeah. do. I, once we get into food, I will not be even using a stove every day. So I've oh. done many hunts without a stove. So for... perfect. So you and I bring a four ounce each, and we're gonna have we're gonna have fuel to spare. Yeah, um, which is good because if there's some miserable days, it might be nice to have some warm water. Well, you don't you don't drink coffee, but I'm I'm doing like three or four a day. Oh, okay. If I'm glassing, yeah, screw it, man. I'm having coffee. No, fair enough. Yeah, and I... it depends if it's windy or whatever. Yeah, be nice to have. Get into the coffees. Um. So there's really nothing else in that. Like uh, I've got, got, I've got gas and pot and sp- stove and all that on my list, but I'm gonna all I'm keeping is gas can, titanium long handled spoon, um, and then I've got my water bottles. So I'm bringing, well, um, also my mess kit. I keep a spool, a little spool of paracord, and a lighter. I got lighters and paracord everywhere. Okay. They're the they're the things that I do have multiple of. Like in my bino harness, I've got lighter and paracord. In my mess kit, I have lighter and paracord, and in my um, general items, I've got a, I've got one 
stuff sack. It's green in color. So I call it my green bag. In the green bag, I have lighter and paracord. Okay. And like that, the paracord's good for shoelaces, good for hanging up meat, good for hanging up food, just good for everything. Yeah. I'm not going to regret having a bit of paracord. Yeah, no, I always have some too. I just yeah. have it in my general stuff. Yeah. For the, the you're, so you're not bringing a pot then or a cup or anything? No, so <clears throat> my system typically is that I will use my, my pot is my cup. Yeah, so I, but you're not taking that because I have my pot. Yeah, you said, yeah. I think your stove kit, whole kit was lighter. Yeah, I have a 600 mil GSI outdoors, just a, I don't know, aluminum or titanium, whatever they make yeah. out of pot. So, like, and I'm happy to carry that. I'm going to drink okay. coffee out of that mug. That everything fits inside that pot. Yeah, that's also Yeah, it's going to be my coffee cup. Yeah. Are you cool with that? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, I don't have the vid. Whenever I'm using it, it'll be boiled water anyway, so yeah, it'd be all good. Um, now I'm no, bringing... No COVID. No COVID. COVID-free. COVID-free yeah. backpacking trip. <laughs> if one of us has got it, we're all getting it. But <laughs> um, I'm bringing... Uh, I don't know what you do for water bottles, but I'm doing three of the one liter collapsible platypus ones. Okay. You know the ones that everyone curses and says, oh, you'll get a puncture? Oh, those are the best. I think they're the best. Why, do, why three one liters and not one three liter? Oh, no, no, I'm getting there. So I've got... Oh, because one three liter? Because then if I get a puncture in my three liter, then I'm down three liters of water. But if I puncture one liter, I'm just down one liter. So I bring three of those at one liter. I'm bringing the tall boy Nalgene, 1.4 liter. And then I bring a two liter collapsible as well. So oh. I'm good for six and a half liters. Oh, wow. How many days of water is that for you? If we're moderate hiking, let's say. Oh. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll make it last. I'm not sure. Okay. That would be so like if I'm... I feel like that's excessive. No. Because then if we get to a camp and then we rock, paper, scissors for whoever's going to do the water run, they can bring six liters back. Yeah, but if you're not <laughs> if you're not moving around, you can do a liter a day pretty easy. No. No, I'm like a two, three liter a day guy. Okay. Yeah. I drink a ton. I got to stay hydrated. I drink a lot, but yeah, when push comes to shove, I've done less. Oh. On that sheep hunt, when I met you, I did in two and a half days, I did two and a half liters. And now I was very thirsty at the end. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. Well, I'll give you, just to give you a perspective, these things are empty. Three one liter collapsible bottles weigh 0. 0.18 pounds. 0. 0.18 pounds. So it's like couple Three ounces. ounces yeah so there's okay. like nothing there so so you've got all collapse i've got a one liter wide mouth nalgene a plastic one and then i've got a yeah i've got a nalgene they've got the big nalgene okay not that one that, got a, not that one got a big okay. one yeah and then i've also got the three liter catadin water bag with the filter so i just ordered that on amazon so that should come in tomorrow cool that'll be good so yeah it's just got a small filter it's Basically like a life straw on the nozzle. So you can either hang it and it'll drain out mm-hmm. or you can just drink straight from it. So which is nice because it can be... And yeah, I'm to be honest, I'm not worried about puncture now because typically that always goes in my bag. And then I keep the one Nalgene in my pocket. That's right. what I've done in the past. So I would um, essentially take that, fill it up. And if I feel the water needs to be filtered, then I would just squirt it into my one liter, fill it up and then keep that. I've, I keep that in my one side pocket, the opposite side of the rifle. Right. So... Right. Um, that's mess kit. My whole mess kit, that's including my stove and everything, came in total weight of 1.5. But I'm ditching a whole bunch of stuff out of that. 
So our combined mess kit's probably 1.5. Yeah, pounds. Yeah, makes sense. Combined. Or maybe two pound combined. It's not much in mess kit, which is kind of neat. Um, into clothing worn. This will be your first time rocking the first light in a hunt. So you'll be like feeling out the merino and how well it handles when you're sweaty and everything. Yeah, I I have worn merino a lot though. Oh, I've right. got a merino long sleeve that I've worn a lot on the same hunt. Actually, I wore that last time. Um, I really like the merino because I've found with the merino, you can get sweaty. You can sit down for a few minutes and you're dry. Or if it's cold out, you can just put your puffy on and same thing. A couple minutes later, you're dry. Yeah. So I've really liked the merino for that. Synthetic is about the same. Maybe dries a little less quick. No, I think synthetic dries a bit quicker. You know, it could be that my the merino shirt I was rocking was a super thin. Right. It was just a Costco cheapie. Right. So. Um, I just like the, what I really like about the merino is that you're warm when you're wet. Yeah. Like my first outing and full, like I had merino pants and merino shirt i was soaked from the brush hitting me and just you know walking through wet plants yeah it wasn't until i got into bed that night that i realized oh i'm soaking wet like it wasn't until i like stopped and like took my pants off i'm like oh these are soaked but i was so warm yeah and then warm the next day stayed out of the trees and dried right out yeah, I think as long as you have polyester or with synthetic or merino, you'll be fine for both of those. Yeah. Like I know I've done it kayaking before and I've been in um, like I was wearing polyester shirt with a life jacket on. And whereas a friend of mine is wearing a cotton shirt with a life jacket and he was shivering the whole time. Whereas for me, it same thing. It keeps the warmth in it. So yeah, which was it just so you're not shivering the whole time. It's, I wish I could see your screen and I wish you could see mine because then we could just... um. We could be peeking each other's notes, but this is fine. This is good. Mine's, uh, what are you wearing for boots? You still wearing those lowers? Yes. You love those or what? Yeah, lower Tibets. Yeah. Yep, still loving those. They got another season in them at least, I think. I did like mine, but then I started, well, they they ended up not fitting my foot in a real bad way. And I was putting pressure on the seams on the inside. And I'd always break through that Gore-Tex layer and it would, uh, I'd always get wet feet. Aren't they leather? Yeah, but if you look at the back of that boot, there's a oh. there's a flex thing right at the back. Yeah, which um, isn't leather leather, and there's a stitch running right through the middle of it. The water goes straight through there, and my Gore-Tex on the inside of the boot would rip right there from heel pressure or something. Okay. And man, I went through two pairs. Okay. Yeah. I've been I've had those pairs that I bought them the same year as you. Yeah. So two I think I've had them for two full seasons now and I've been loving those boots. They're yeah. great. They were good for they were a good boot. Uh they're just like they were rigid and everything. They were heavy. You probably don't you probably like, well, they're boots. I've always had the same thing. Yeah. So these new ones I'm on, that's just like opened my eyes up to uh synthetic boots. Um I've never thought I'd get synthetic boots because I like polishing boots. I like to keep the leather looking schmick. Yeah. But uh, they're so light, dude. They're as light as my runners. Oh, really? Yeah. And the sole on them is like the, the shank is stiffer than the lowers by tenfold. Well, I've heard I've heard people say a pound on your feet is like th- three pounds on your back. Yeah, you've told so, me that before. Yeah. Yeah. So if that's the case, for, then... For like for, for energy... Like yeah, the, just because you gotta lift, you gotta lift your foot up and put it down. Lift your foot up and put it down. Whereas on your back, it's only going with the flow of your body. Right. So yeah, I really like them. The only thing they're the last Sportiva Trango, Trango, um, 
Uh, there's another word in there. But anyway, they're, they're, they're a bit of a low boot. Like they don't come up the ankle super high. Oh, okay. They don't come above the ankle super high. Are they lower than the Tibets then? Um, probably just a tiny bit, yeah. Okay. Are you bringing gaiters? No. Me neither. No. I love, used to love gaiters, so I've sort of gone off gaiters a little bit. I, I now have gaiters just for snow. That's yeah. it. They, I'm right you there can't with you. do snow without gaiters. But honestly, uh, you know, on a trip like this, it might happen once or twice. I got to stop and flick a rock out of my boot or something. But otherwise, it's just an extra pound that you're carrying, I think. Oh, shit. If they're a pound. Are they really a pound? I think so. Ew, I don't know. Whatever, they're, whatever they weigh, I wouldn't want them. I don't need them. And also, they're super noisy. Yeah. So, don't like that either. Yeah. So, I'm not bringing gaiters. Um, I'll be high. We were just talking about this before we hit record, but I'm going to hike in, in the, yeah, the lightweight wick shirt. I'm the same. The same. Yeah. And that, that's a great shirt. Um, it gets that's a little wet. Wool, that's an arrow wool shirt from first light. Yeah. yeah. It gets a little wet in the back from the sweat, but as soon as I get to camp, I strip that off and put on my next layer up and I just hang that one over a tree and. Have you tried putting a puffy on when that's wet? Oh, yep. Yeah. Fine. Warm. Dries it out though? Uh, I haven't given it a long a chance. Okay. Well, I guess I probably have. I haven't noticed that it wasn't dry. Okay. So, because sure. I was last year, I started doing that. Last year was the first year I I had a puffy, and I once it was once I'd be wet, I just chucked that on, and I found that you know ten minutes later you'd be dry. So that makes sense. Just your body heat radiating off the puffy, I guess. Yeah. So. I like, I just, for some reason, just like to get to camp and just strip a shirt off and put a new one on. Yeah. But I guess you could totally just run. I mean, you're still warm. You could yeah. totally do that. Um, you bring in a buff. I, I bring a buff, a neck gaiter. Nope. You want to bring those? I nope. like those for sun and I like to pull it up over my head and I feel like a ninja. No, no, I'm not doing that. Oh, okay. I'll get you one. <laughs> Didn't weigh my clothing worn because I get that for free because I'm wearing it. Clothing packed. Unless you had something else in clothing, uh, worn socks. What are you wearing for socks and underwear? Uh, I wear bamboo jocks. Okay. Bamboo under underwear. I I would wear merino, but I can't afford them. They're like forty bucks a pair of jocks. Oh really? I'm not gonna spend it on something I'm gonna fart in. <laughs> <laughs> I wear the synthetic synthetic underwear. Do you? Yeah. What's that like? They're, I don't know. They've been fine for me. Right. Um. I don't know what these socks are made out of. But First Light's got the Mountain Triad socks. I really like those. They fit my foot real good. I like those in my boots. These that was funny actually. The lowers I had to wear the thick. I had to wear thick, um, smart wool socks. Yeah. These Trango last whatever Trango boots. Um, I have to wear thin socks. Okay. And it's not like this boot's definitely snugger, but it's more. It's a like a comfort thing. Okay. Like it just feels better. The boot feels better with a thinner sock. But with the socks, you can, like, I've got certain pairs of shoes that I don't like to wear thick socks in, and I oh, got certain sure. pairs of shoes I don't like to wear thin socks in. Yeah. Just how they fit. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. So yeah. I've got, like, a, that was always on my Christmas list was smart wool socks. And yeah. I've got, like, a dozen pairs of smart wools, and, and they're 30 bucks a sock. The thick socks, though? The thick ones, the yeah. big ones. And <laughs> I don't even wear them hiking. <laughs> yeah. So I got to tell everyone thin socks now. Yeah. I want the wigwams. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm thinking I'm just taking the merino socks. So I've worn those and I've also got a pair from, um, it's a hiking boot company. It starts with a K. We had a pair from them that I really like too. No. 
Hiking boot? K. No idea. Anyways, I, I probably won't wear those. I'll just take the merino socks because they work really good in yeah. the um, in that boot and yeah. the, in the Tibets. But what I've found is the merino socks are nice too because you can just take them off. You can wash them, wring them out, and then I'll tie them on the back of my pack while yeah. I'm hiking. And they'll just dry. You know, might take an hour or whatever, but it'll dry pretty quick. Right. So And they don't stink so bad, which is nice too. So Yeah, absolutely. I, that's what I didn't like about any synthetic layers was that once it got a little bit rank, it was yeah. it stayed rank. And that was like these other socks too. They were synthetic and same thing. They would get, um, they'd get smelly. So yeah, especially in a long trip, it's nice. How many pairs of socks are you taking? I normally like to do three. This time I'm gonna do two. Okay. How many are you doing? Two as well. Oh, I thought you were gonna say soups. <laughs> Betcha no, Nick's got six. One, one to wash, one to one to wear, basically. Yeah. So I'll I, probably wear the first pair, you know, two three days, and then once we or whenever we stop to wash up, then I'll just wash them and yeah. So. I um last year I appreciated having three because I was doing archery stalks in socks. Oh yeah. So they were getting muddy and wet like daily. And then you probably double them up for the stocks or no? No, I'm just no. Rip, ripping it. Okay. Yeah. Um, my clothing packed. This came out. This included rain gear, half rain gear, because I'm not taking pants, which we'll get to. Maybe I'm. I'm not sure. Came out to four point nine pound clothing packed. I guess of course that's what it's going to weigh, but it just um kind of took me by surprise that it weighed that much. So I'm packing the the kiln hoodie. So I'll be wearing the wick t-shirt. Um, actually I've changed this up since I, since I did this, I was going to bring the Klamath hoodie, which is that one I was wearing right there, which is the micro fleece thing. It's a warmer one. That's super warm. Yeah. But I ditched that because for the same weight, I can bring the wick long sleeve and the kiln long sleeve. Okay. So I'm actually getting an extra layer for the same weight, which I thought it's kind of like the one liter bottle versus the three liter bottles. I've just got more options for the same result. For layering, now you can have... Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm stoked on that. So I've got the Wick t-shirt that I'll be wearing. I'm going to have the Wick long sleeve, the Kiln long sleeve. I'm bringing the... Un- I can never say this properly. Uncompogre 2.0 puffy. So that's the my lighter of the two puffies I've got there. Yeah. I'm bringing the same rain jacket that you just picked up, the Seek Storm tight jacket. Yeah. Um, spare pair of socks, the leather gloves and uh, a pe- the wick long johns and Crocs. You doing Crocs? No, I'm not doing Crocs. Okay, maybe I'll ditch the Crocs. Um, what are you doing for clothing packed? Pretty well the same or? So, yeah, I've got the same thing for clothing worn. I had the Brooks down vest um, in there as well. Just might wear that to start and then chuck it in the pack. Then I got the same thing, the the kiln hoodie. Oh, no, yeah. you're not doing the kiln hoodie. Yeah, I'm doing kiln. Okay, yeah. so I'm doing the kiln hoodie and then... Uh, I've got the seek outside rain pants, seek outside jacket, and then the first light guide gloves. Yeah, the first light beanie. You doing some long johns? Uh, no, I'm not doing long johns. You don't think I need them? Uh, I don't know. I don't think I need them. <laughs> I run cold, but I could probably ditch them. Are they? But you're not taking rain pants, so you might want them. I'm not taking rain pants. Yeah, you're taking rain pants. I'm taking rain pants. Definitely. Shit, rain pants. Rain pants, rain pants. I'll weigh the rain pants. 
I'll weigh them and see where they come in at. I've I've just find if you're sitting there and you're glassing and it's windy, there's you just want the rain pants. Oh, or, I know. Or maybe if it's rained that morning and you're walking through the brush, then the rain pants. Now at least you're not wet down to your down through your underwear. You're just wet. That's true. Below the knees. You know what? That's true. If we've got to hike in through brush, I like to strip down, take everything off, just put rain pants on. Mm-hmm. And if you're in the alpine, then it's it's just. Uh, nice you might have talked me into rain pants. I think it's worth it, and then you don't need the long johns because. With the as long as you're warm in the in your upper body, I feel like you don't need. As All right. In September, anyways, this is for an early season hunt. But. Stand stand by. That's I don't care about being up there. I'm not worried about that. I'm truly not. But I am. Now that you say it, walking through wet brush in without rain pants would suck. Mm-hmm. But you're still gonna get wet because we're you know we're not wearing gaiters. We're st- our ankles are still gonna get wet and our feet. Yeah, so I roll mine up a bit. Your rain pants. My pants. Oh, okay. Just in general. So you roll your pants up and then have your rain pants hanging down. I'm talking regardless. On the the hike in when I'm blowing steam and I'm kind of hot. Yeah. I roll my pants up. What pants do you have? The guide light as well? No. Yeah, I have those. I'm not wearing those. I'm going to wear the obsidian, which is the merino pants. Are they warmer? Or they're they're just not the guide lights, a synthetic one, right? The guide lights are like a synthetic. They're like the exact same as like your Prana Zion pants. Yeah. Like they're a really nice pant. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just really... The only thing I didn't like about the synthetic pants and stuff, when you get wet or when you get sweaty, it kind of sticks to you like saran wrap, like cling wrap. Yeah. Um, but I found the merinos. It's just like they always feel the same. They definitely, they're definitely a bit heavier, but yeah, they're not like, you know... It's not like you're walking around in wet jeans or anything. For years, I've been running with full polyester pants. Yeah. So, and that's for that exact reason because I find with full polyester, you can. I've had it, I'll walk through a creek and then you know you'll get out and you'll walk for 15 minutes and you'll be dry because they dry so fast. Really? Yeah. So, and that's why I've been wearing, they're fairly thin polyester pants, but yeah, that's what I've liked to wear. So. You'll like the guide light pants. They're yeah, because nice those will dry quick too because they're Super still... Uh, yeah, exactly. Because they're Super thin. Super quick, yeah. So... All right, that's about... That's enough that we're going to wear, I think. Unless it was... You're not, you're not going to bring camp shoes? No. Okay. I'll just go bare feet if I have to. My boots are comfy. I've... No, but don't you like to just... Don't you like to not wear boots at any point? Well, when I go to bed, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I I'll take I'll loosen them off a bit, but I don't know. I just find I've never needed it. I've spent days. I've been on hunts where I haven't put boots on in a day. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't think I don't think I'll put my boots on in the morning, and I'll unless they're wet, that's gonna suck. But otherwise, I I don't know. I can go bare feet if I have to for a little. Not bit. that I don't want to put my boots on, but there's been days where I'm like, I know, I know the big bucks right there behind those trees. I can't get there. I'm just going to wait here in my Crocs until I can see him. And I didn't see him that day. Yeah. No, fair didn't, enough. Didn't put boots on. I just don't want to carry them. I don't want to have them in my pack. And I don't think it's worth it. They, they're light. No, and I get that. I get they're really light. Mm-hmm. And I can see why you would want them. But for me, I don't I don't want them. Right, then I fair. have to change and I have to take them off. I like to get there, sit down, start glassing. I don't know. I don't like fiddling around if I don't have to. So it's barely a fiddle. I know it's not. anyway. That's fine. 
Maybe, maybe it's a, just a mindset. I just don't want to. Could be. I would never take a bivy, and you're thinking of taking. <laughs> to be a bivy, honest, so. I don't even have a good pair of Crocs right now. So no, you don't buy real Crocs. You buy Walmart seven dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Cheap. No, fair enough. I'll buy you some. I'm gonna. No. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna pack them up there for you. I'm gonna. <laughs> what size are you? Uh, ten and a half. Yeah, I'm gonna pack you a pair of Crocs. <laughs> um, let's get into the good stuff. I, that people I think like. this also comes when I used to have a smaller pack. It was always a problem if I would take anything else. I just didn't have space for anything in my pack. And now, have you noticed that you've got more space? You know what to do with this. Yeah, thing? I've got more space in the seat outside. Plus, I got the load shelf, so don't have to worry about filling up. Yeah. And then the other thing is also my gear is probably smaller than it used Getting to be. Getting better, yeah, and smaller. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, hunting items. Did you populate this? Yep. Do you want me to run through mine? Sure. So I've got a Savage 308 Winchester uh, rifle with a Vortex Viper scope, which is new, and I am loving that scope. Um, then I've got 14 Nosler Trophy Ridge Acubon bullets. You are going to do 14? I'm going yeah. to change my count to 14 right now too because I was originally... Normally, I do 10. 10 or, no, normally, I do 9 or 10, but I don't know. This one, I just feel like... Let's take a couple extra. I, I figured 10 days. Last time when we were out, you know, Taylor shot a few, took a few shots near that grizzly bear to try to scare him away. If that happens, say you're down to nine, just like that. So, I All don't right. know. I'm going to just throw in an extra box, 34. 34. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. Okay, 14 rounds. Yeah, that makes sense. So, and then I got my Vortex Razors 12 by 56 binos. Um I've had those for a few years. Those are great. Then I got the Vortex Razor 15 by 56 spotter. Um, I'm borrowing yours. So yeah, I, have the, right I have the Viper spotter, but I'm borrowing Chris's because it's, it's it's lighter. It's smaller. It's the whatever. It's the 65 millimeter razor. Okay. I'm not sure what the zoom is on it. Maybe it's 22 to... I think it's 20 to 40. It's probably something like that. 20 yeah. to 40. So... Yeah, that makes sense. And then I got a tripod, which is just, that's, I think it's 14 ounces. It's a Amazon Basics tripod. It's kind of a POS. But Do you want works. to take that one? How heavy is it? It's more than 14 ounces, but it is like really slick. So this is what I'm thinking, right? Because we've got to get into this. I, I'm going to step in with what I'm bringing because um, we, we should talk about the glassing together. I'm bringing a 308 as well. I'm bringing the Weatherby Mark V. Um, and 14 bullets, which was just discussed. But we're only bringing one spotter on this hunt, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I'm going to... So I'm happy to like... So let's do a combined weight here. Start with how we were originally going to be. So originally we were... You were going to bring your binos. Originally we we're going to... You and I both in binos. Nick wanted a pair of binos. Yeah. And then two spotters, two tripods. Yeah. So that's what, that was the original plan. And then Chris and I talked it over. Yeah. And now so we're going to do the... One spotter um, on a, in my mind, one spotter on a more heavier, like a more rigid tripod. We could, because we get away with that one with the weight yeah. saving. Um, and then a smaller tripod to run the 18 by 56 Razor UHDs, which are yeah. wicked to look through. So I'm thinking big binos. So we're all going to have 10 by 42s or 12 by 50s, whatever yours are. Yeah. We're all going to have handhelds. Then we can have a, tri a tripod bino and a spotting scope. And I think that'd be. No, so we're going to... Oh, have I missed something? Yeah, so Nick is not carrying any oh, binos. Oh, and Nick's not carrying binos. Yeah, yeah. so we're going to have three pairs of binos and one spotter. Yeah. So, 
basically two, so a 10, 10 power, a 12 power binocular, pair of binoculars, and then the 18 power razors, mm-hmm. and then the spotter. And the idea behind that is Nick will not be using the binoculars as much. So then when he is, he can, There's something. He can hop onto one of those pairs that have to burn his eyes out on the spotter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if we see something and want to look at something closer, the spotter is still there because yeah. we're not planning to split up. We're going to be together the yeah, whole time. I, yeah, if we're splitting up, something's gone wrong. Yeah. You snore if we split. It's probably because you <laughs> snore and I've uh, kicked you out. I know, but I don't snore. If I do, <laughs> just punch me. Apparently, that works. <laughs> so this is what I'm thinking. We should weigh this afterwards and like iron it out. But um, How many tripods between the three of us? Nick's got his for his camera. Well, Nick wants to bring it for a camera. I'm kind of thinking like that tripod he could probably use. I don't know. He No, but you know what? Let Nick do his thing because he's, he's arguing with me that he wants to use the tripod more than I think he will. And I'm... I'll bet the burgers on the drive home that we see that tripod two to three times max. <laughs> max. Yeah, you would know better than I do, so. I mean, I hope he uses it more, but I just, I've never seen him use it, man. He's like, the dude's just like going. So what I'm thinking is combined weight between the, okay, so my tripod, binocular, and bino adapter, that little package for me weighed, weighs 5.4 pounds. Yeah. So I'm curious to see if we throw in the spotter and the tripod. Which binos? The 18s. Okay. This is this is my my spotter setup, but I'm yeah. actually running big binos instead of a spotter. Like we should we could split that. We could add into that weight the spotter and tripod. Yeah. If we ran the bigger one and split it between us. So maybe I'm carrying your tripod. You know what I mean? And yeah, got- I would want to carry my own tripod. Cause I, I thought I, we weren't splitting up, aren't we? Right next to each other. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. You know what I mean? True. Yeah, we'll suss that out. Let's yeah. weigh it out afterwards. But I mean, that I'm just saying, like I, I know I would never normally backpacking with that tripod because it is a little bit heavier. Yeah. But glassing off of that tripod is money. Yeah. It's amazing. So it might be worth it to for just let's two, three ounces. Got, yeah. Just chuck it. Let's in have there. a look at it afterwards. See how it, like see how it fits in the bags and let's let's play with the idea of it. Sounds good. Um, okay, so, so we're sharing glass. Was so basically that? the plan is like if we're sitting there glassing, we'll have at least three tripods because Nick will have his own. We'll both be carrying one, whichever one that is each. So there'll be three tripods so we can all be glassing with the tripods. And then well, Nick's, Nick's, I don't think Nick will have binos adapted to his. Oh, okay. I mean, he might. No, his, that's, I mean, his will just be for a camera. Oh, okay. But yeah, you and I w- will be going back and forth. There'll be a tripod for, for the spotter and there'll be a tripod for the binos and we'll be able to go back and forth the, yeah. the binos are lighter so you can get away with the lighter weight tripod yeah um and, and you, you can put that spotter on the lighter weight tripod but it's just a bit shaky and i'm kind of thinking because we're running phone scope yeah which is their killer um i don't know i'm just i'm leaning there but like whatever and the reason we're doing the one spotter is for goats it's you're gonna see them if they're there you're gonna see them because you'll be looking through the binoculars they're white Mm-hmm. You know, so then we'll only need the one spotter to identify, you, yeah, agent. tell what it is, yeah. or and then same thing for the deer, especially the eighteen power binoculars. That's where we'll want our binoculars, like be sitting there with our binos and have a tripod each, because then we'll be picking apart the the hillside where there's you know there's mm-hmm. trees and there's mm-hmm. brush and whatever mm-hmm. and looking for deer. But then again, we have the one spotter just to get a closer look, especially with the eighteen power um razors that we're bringing we're going to be able to have a pretty close look with that and then you know the the 
the spotter is just to confirm four point or whatever else. I've told you this before, but my left eye is a bit kooky. So I okay. can actually look through a spotter all day and not get eye fatigue. Okay. So like if um like if you want to use the eighteens, I'm happy to jump on the spotter for extended periods of time. It doesn't really bother me. Yeah. Um I've got my bino harness here. Uh my whole bino harness came in at four point eight pound. With with stuff in it? Yeah, loaded with binos, rangefinder. Alright, so what I've got in my bino harness is the paracord, lighter, wind checker, ear protection. I only just started adding the ear protection. I've always been jealous of Taylor pulling out earplugs when I'm about to take a shot. Okay. Um so I'm ring an ear pro. Um I have a microfiber lens cloth in there. I've got my ten by forty two binos, I've got my rangefinder, my inreach mini. Um oh this is good. Havalon with the spare blades. We can talk about knives in a sec. And then I, and also my bino harness, I have my hunting licenses and tags. That's my bino harness. So I've got everything the same. So I've got the I've got the binos, the um with the adapter on it. I've got mm-hmm. the rangefinder. I put my wind checker in there too. Did you have that in yours? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I've got, I also put a few spare bullets in there just in yeah, case yeah, I sorry. drop my pack. Those, I've, so those 14 bullets are spread between the, the magazine of the rifle, my bino harness and one of my pockets. Okay. So I have got, I'll have four in my magazine. So yeah. unloaded, my gun will have four in it. Um, then I'll have four in my bino harness typically. Mm-hmm. And then I'll have the remainder in my pack. I don't put any so, in the pack. Okay. I, I have done that. And then, like you hear the stories that you like that you were doing, where like yeah. where are all my bullets? Oh, they're in my pack. So now I keep. I talked about this with Nick when we we did a brief breakdown of this in a podcast previous. Um, my I want my bino harness to have everything I need to complete the hunt. Okay. Yeah, I'm the same. And to if something bad happens, then I'm I've got. And that's why the inReach is in there. Yeah. And then I also keep an emergency blanket in mind. So I've taken that oh, out of smart. my first aid kit and I put that into my bino harness. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. nice. Um, and where actually, are you at? Go on. when I'm solo, I and I'm so I might not do that this time because it's actually a big pain in the ass. But putting my headlamp in my bino harness as well, just so that again, yeah, if I drop move. the pack, but with you know, with three guys, I maybe won't be as concerned about that because it's a pain because you're always worried about bumping it. You know, it's... Yeah, turn And it, it doesn't that. really fit in there very well, so... No. Um, I'll, obviously, it's not on the list, but it, I will have bear spray on my bino harness oh, as well. Yeah, mine is as well. Um, I forgot to where are you at on knives? So, I love this. I get such a kick out of knives. I've got Havilon with... uh, So, with a blade on it, and then I've got four spare blades. Yeah, I'm about the same. I always laugh my nuts off when people are like what about a bone saw and what about this and i just i kind of i had that i was talking to someone today and they're like where are you at on they, they asked me the same question where are you at on knives yeah and i'm like i use a havilon oh but those blades are kind of like thin and they break and i'm like what do you i i know the blades break but what are you doing to cause it to break if need be you can easily do a whole animal with two blades you can oh, do dude, a whole, animal, do a whole with animal with one blade, blade. yeah they're sharp um, especially I, if you know you're tight for blade just be careful around the bones and go a little slower yeah i think but like i don't know if people ideally know this. ideally three blades for an animal though let's be real if you're doing it by yourself ideally three blades for and this is for a deer bear goat that kind of thing yeah i mean yeah it's nicer to use more blades but you can do it on one. Oh yeah for sure <clears throat> um like even when those things get a bit dull they're still like as sharp as a sharp knife yeah 
Um, yeah, I don't know if people know this about animals, but like they're not held together with three inch nails and flag bolts. <laughs> no. Like you don't need to pry animals apart. Like they're held together with tendons, tendons and muscle, which like doesn't fare too well, even against a blunt knife. So if you, if you need to pry something, you probably haven't cut the right thing properly. Yeah. That's right, I'm at on it. Um, the only, and this is where you do this last is you do the, when you cut the head off or yeah, the, that's the only one really where you have to go through a bone. The, when you're cutting through the spine. Yeah, when you're cutting through the spine, that gets a bit icky because you're sort of trying to pick around and like actually find what you need to cut and you normally end up twisting, cutting and twisting the head off of the neck. Um, but the rest of it should just all fall apart. Like yeah. the front shoulders are the easiest. They just, they fall off. There's nothing yeah. holding front shoulders on. Um, and the, the, the rear quarters, yeah, just get in there. If and, you have someone to hold it up, it's really easy. Exactly, yeah. So if you're pulling up, I can see what's holding and just cut, 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 boom, comes yeah. free. Okay, I'm glad we're both on the Havilon page. Do you um, have any when do you have any other knife that you take with you? Uh yeah, I got Leatherman or I go to um what's that saying? When you gotta eat your own words? Put your foot in your mouth? Not that one. No. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, I was um I do carry a pocket knife. I carry a pocket knife, daily carry pocket knife. And Nick always used to bring a leatherman. And I used to make fun of him like Leatherman are so heavy and then I got a Leatherman and that quickly became my daily carry and now I probably wouldn't go anywhere without it so I'm bring, I bring a Leatherman nice and that's got a knife that's got a saw that's got scissors it's real nice it does weigh a ton but it's in my pocket it's on my body I get it for free <laughs> um and it's nice like uh because I'm not trying to sell this to anybody but um there's the flat blade screwdrivers and stuff for doing up the plates on the bottom of the spotting scope because mm-hmm. they always have a tendency to rattle loose, I find. Yeah. Let's put it this way. I don't carry one with me, but I do appreciate it when other people carry have them with them. I know. Because so, I've been with other guys and they've had them and it's kind of like, oh, you know, you don't need it. And then all of a sudden, then all of a sudden oh, you need it. yeah, they're fixing something. It's like, oh yeah, that was handy. Yeah. So, so I, I dig it. I mean, it's a little, it is a weight penalty, but I'm so, I carry it everywhere. It's kind of like, taking my you know my left arm it's just with me now and then when i'm when i'm solo, i'm not taking any i'm just taking the havel on this trip but when i'm solo i do take a fixed blade knife you don't take a pocket knife no what about for cutting what how do you get into i don't know what do i have to cut i don't know i always find i'm cutting something cutting sausage cutting packaging no all my packaging and just rip i don't know good call i'll let you use my leatherman i won't even make a big deal i'll just let you have it i yeah i haven't really needed it i just find when i'm solo i like to have the knife just in case i i just feel more comfortable with it and also if you were to get into a sticky situation i just feel like you know you could actually you know cut some branches off for wood or something like that whatever yeah okay that's a good move yeah i don't know i just feel with solo i just take a few extra precautions so i think everybody should carry a knife period well i don't know i use a knife every single day because because I, th- I find once you start carrying a knife you start using a knife you yeah. cut this you cut that i cut open that box for you how were yeah. you getting in there you wouldn't you weren't getting into that box unless i, I was here. peel the tape off yeah right that's like legit <laughs> packaging tape you weren't getting to that you needed the knife it like, is it's handy like i said so oh the other thing that i do differently is i don't keep my um my tags or licenses in my bino harness i actually keep so my havilon 
and uh, so I have a kill kit, a yeah, little a orange bag yeah. with. So I get my game bags in there and uh, basically game bags, disposable gloves, my Havilon, and my licenses. So that all stays in there. So if I was to knock something over, my pack wasn't with me, I'd go back to my pack, get my bag, get my kill kit, my knife, my everything, and then go back to the animal. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I like that I am good to go. So that if like you and I went, let's say you and I were putting a stalk in, let's say had a shot and a miss and they cleared out and they went like another bit and we've already left our packs before. Yeah. And now like we're pushing another kilometer in. I've got a tag and I've got a knife so I can immediately cut a tag and I'm legal and I can start working and you can go back and get the bags. That's right, I'm at. That's right. That's my thought. That's I'm like, I'm enough. legal. I'm I'm good to go right away. Like I can start working on it. Like maybe I'm not coming back to this thing today. At least I get the guts out. But maybe you, yeah, you're say it's an hour till dark. You could pull the guts out, go yeah. back to your bag. I like to have the have long. Yeah, on that's me. legit. Um, and I like to have the tags because I just, you know, how it goes. You get separated from your bag, and next thing, oh, I'll just follow it over this next hill. I'll just follow the animal a little bit further, a little bit further. Yeah, that's happened last time for me. Um, and then oh shit, there's a dead animal here. And my tag is a kilometer away. Yeah. Uh, but the animal's 100 yards away. What am I going to, you know, where am I going first? And legally, you're not supposed to touch it until exactly. you your tag cut. Exactly. So or I, the- I just like being legal and having the stuff there. You don't need to worry about it. I'm going to have my stuff. So we're all good. I don't yeah. have tags. I'm not carrying your tags, though. <laughs> is there anything else we've got for hunting night? So, like, that's, I think I like doing it this way because if I'm not hunting, they're the items that I would extract, and I'm just left with a, just left with a backpacking list. So take out 18 pounds off my total weight, and that's my. Okay, the only thing we didn't cover is I'm bringing three disposable gloves. Are you? No, I don't bring gloves. So I take, I wear hold, have a glove on one hand and my knife in the other hand. That's how I do it. So then I got one hand that I, you know, I can do whatever with. That makes and sense. I, I like keep that. the knife in the hand. The and the other one is game bags. How many oh, game yeah. bags are you bringing in? How big? Um, they're the carnivore three, whatever game bags in carnivore. They're nice. They're the, one, they're the white ones with the orange tab tabs hanging off them. I think they're like 24 by 16. So like a pillowcase size. Yeah. I'm bringing five. Five? Okay. What do you do? What do you take if you're, say you're going on a deer hunt solo? One deer? Um, three. Three? Okay. I'm the same. But I get it done in two. And I like I like to have the other one to wrap around the cape and try yeah. and like stop some drippy drip. Yeah, no, I'm the same. So I take typically I take three game bags and they're twenty by thirty, the one that I have. Maybe um, mine are twenty by thirty. They're, they look like pillowcases. That's Bef- before I before my wife bought me these nice game bags, but before that, dude, I just used to use pillowcases all the time. Yeah, pillowcases were great. So for game bags. Yeah. No. Fair enough. And these ones, the ones I got are just Allen game bags, the backpacking ones off of uh, Amazon. So they're like the stretchy material that like nope. meshes out? No. Nope. They're, they're actual fabric. That's, so they make ones like that too, but these ones are, these are firm. Like you take them, you cannot stretch yeah, them out. Yeah, nice. They're, so, they're, that's what I yeah, that's the, what I like about pillowcases. They're, you know, they would be, I don't know, $7 each, $8 each. Nice. So washable, reusable, yeah. as long as you wash them right away when you get home. Yeah. I also well not going to apply here but i like the carnival ones because that's what um both devon and taylor run so like if we're processing animal together somebody just starts pulling out game bags and if so that bear we shot in the spring taylor just pulled out the game bags and we just filled them up 
And then whereas I was taking the meat home, instead of telling him I'll wash his game bags, I just gave him four Very game bags. Ones. I just like, here, take the game bags. And, you know, we've all got game bags now. So yeah. it's nice, nice for that. Um, yeah, I dig them. Uh, general items. Yeah, this can get like out of hand quick. You told me that yours got a little wild, so I'm going to do mine first. It's just all the little things, and I could just quickly rattle them off later. Yeah, it is. It is quick. Go on, you go first. Go on. So I got really my cursed. my pack, my seek outside, same one as you. Yeah. I got my boots. I already talked about that, and then I got on here insoles because I forgot insoles before for my boots. I so, would have put that under clothing worn. Yeah, I just want to make sure I don't forget. So yeah. <laughs> Trekking poles. Yep. Um, so I already talked about that. The emergency blanket, inReach, talked about that. Oh, and then I take flagging tape. I used to take lots. Now I just take one four-foot stretch just if I just need to flag bit. one or two things. Yeah. Um, I used to, yeah, it's plenty. Yeah. Uh, one t- contractor garbage bag. Just mm-hmm. if I, say, drop my pack and it's raining, I can just throw it in there. Don't have to worry about it. You shouldn't or, have to worry about that pack anyway. Yeah, I know. It's just, it's you know, I also use it for my, if I'm if it's wet, I'll just pull that out and sit on it. So for you don't have a butt pad? Uh, no. Hmm. Um, I'm going to throw... I don't have contractor bags. I'm going to throw a couple in in the event that we are successful early in the trip. We could cool some meat and then we could possibly, once it's dried, we could... Once it's dry and, and cool, we could put it in contractor bags oh, okay. and, and into some water. Leave it in the creek? Leave it in the creek or something, yeah. That would, okay. That's right. So, so I'm, maybe I should I'm, take two of those then. I'm going to I'm gonna add a couple of those, yeah. I usually take two and I never use... I just have one as a butt pad, so I took it up, that off, but I'll take two. Do you well. want a butt pad? Because uh, it's more than just staying dry, the butt pad. It's closed cell foam that gives your butt a little bit of um, A, cushion, and B, a little bit of warmth. Sure, you can carry it for me. I'm already carrying your Crocs, <laughs> and what else am I carrying? No, I don't need a butt pad. I'm good. All right, you're tougher than me. <laughs> you're going to get hemorrhoids, dude. No. <laughs> I'll be fine. Um, what I have done is I'll, uh, what have I, I'll, yeah, I've, I haven't, I haven't needed it before. So I think it's kind of like one of those things you don't know until you know. Yeah. I didn't know. And then I got one. I was like, Oh, okay. I used to have one. So the last trip, last time I went on this go trip two years ago, I had a pair of pants that I bought and it came with knee pads, you know, just a foam four inch by eight inch. So I took that with me. And then last year when I was sitting on one one of the knobs, I stood up and then it just blew off of a cliff. And I'm like, I could see it actually about 30 yards down the hill. And I'm like, I am not getting that. No, it's not worth dying for a piece of foam. for a piece of foam. Yeah. So then another thing I got here is a wicking towel. It's just uh, maybe two feet by foot and a half. Yeah. Uh, towel that dries easy. It also doesn't collect water that great. So, but it can be handy just to clean off or dry off. Um, I've got five AAA batteries. And then I got one AAA battery wrapped in masking tape. And the masking tape is just to, uh, if I shoot something, then I got, and because uh, I'll start the trip with mask tape on the top of my, on the barrel of my masking gun. Masking tape or electrical tape? Masking tape. Really? You don't use electrical tape? No. Why not? Just don't? I'm not an electrician. I don't know. Do you want some electrical tape? <laughs> no, I, I, I've always just used masking tape and it's worked great. Yeah. So I just put one loop over and then one loop around to start. And then once if I get something, then I'll just put a loop over just to keep the brush out of it. Okay. So, um, and then I got toothbrush and toothpaste, toilet paper. How much are you bringing for full 10 roll? Days? Full roll, and I'm bringing 
I count them out. I pull, I individually pull out the wet wipes and then put them into a Ziploc. Okay. I think I've, I'm bringing 30 wet wipes. 30? Yeah, three a day. Oh, wow. Disposable ones or no? Um, I don't know. Or biodegradable, sorry. Yeah, they're like the ones that we use for the kids. and. Okay. No, those aren't biodegradable. Oh, they're not? No. Oh. So I've got toilet paper. I'm taking more than one roll. I'll take one roll and then a piece of another roll or maybe a third yeah um just to be safe and then i've got um i've been on a different thing i've got uh i think it's going to take five yeah biodegradable wipes i just bought some off of amazon five individual wipes they're individually wrapped they're maybe two inches by one inch and you just like open the packet and pull them out and then they're biodegradable so you can but you're only ringing five wipes yeah I've never, I've actually never taken them before. So I've never. Oh, you don't use wet wipes when you go out in the bush normally? Uh, no. Oh, the wet wipes are king, dude. Squeaky clean butthole. <laughs> I got soap. Yeah, soap. Uh, so I got a little squirt tube of, um, I bought these little rubber tubes, maybe inch high by inch wide, and I'll just fill that with soap for a little um, nice. wash your hands kind of thing. I like that. I like so. that. This came up on another podcast where we talked about use of hand sanitizer versus soap, blah, blah, blah. I'm all about soap. Yeah. And Sandy, I'm all about keeping the mitts clean. Yeah. And I, I find even, so you go to the washroom, you can just take a little bit of soap, just rub it in your hands and then take your water bottle, yep. just tip it a little bit in your hand, you know, a tablespoon and then rub it in both your hands and it'll drip. And then, you know, if there's grass or something around, just wipe it, like yep. wash the soap off in the grass or otherwise you'll use, you know, if you're, like if you're super tight water, I guess don't wash your hands. But otherwise, you know, it only takes a few tablespoons to get the soap off. Mm-hmm. Just don't use too much soap. Just yeah. a little bit just to um, just to clean it. So, yeah, br- that's what I find. You bring in a, um, you bring a battery bank? Yeah, so I've got a dark energy Poseidon. So, you know, I got a hot tip for you. You should get a headlamp that is rechargeable. Okay. So you don't have to, what are all those spare batteries for for your headlamp? Uh, yeah. So typically I take three. So actually, no, usually I take four. And the reason is, is my spot tracker is also AAA, which I'm not taking. I'm taking the inReach now because I've mm-hmm. got that. Um, so yeah, maybe I'll just take four. I find those headlamps last forever. And they do, but I don't know. I've just, um, I have only just jumped on the rechargeable. Like I normally buy the $40 cheapest headlamps I can find because yeah. I bust them. Electricians break stuff. Yeah. Um, but this year I splurged and bought a good headlamp that runs off the battery bank. It just makes sense because I've got the, I'm bringing a 20,000 milliamp hour battery bank. So it's pretty big. Is that an anchor? It's an anchor and it weighs, it's a full pound. It's okay. actually just under a pound, um, like just fractionally under a pound. But that does cell phone. And like anybody that's like, nobody's letting their cell phone die in the bush. I know we all go out there to escape technology, but everyone's using it because use phone scope, you're taking pictures, Yeah. you're just using your phone. You're setting alarms maybe. Um, keeps my cell phone charged, my in-reach charged. Now it keeps my headlamp charged. Um, and I also just picked up, while we're talking about like electricity out there, a some new more batteries for the camera and they mount into a thing, into a little holder. And I can use, if I've got excess camera battery, I can actually draw. I can actually pull the power out of those and run oh, okay. run USB items out of those as well. Nice, it's pretty cool. Um, that's how I'm at on electronics. 
I don't think I had anything on that list that you didn't have. I included... Um, so I don't bring much of a first aid kit. You might have to go back and listen to the most recent episode with Nick and you can decide if you still want to hunt with me or not. Okay. Um, I bring anti-inflammatories in case like get a jacked up knee or just like aches and pains. Why what, not? Advil? Whichever. Isoprofen? No. Anti-inflammatories. Uh, ibuprofen, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because yeah. acetaminophen's the other yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, so... Anti-inflammatories, antihistamines, so some allergy pills. I ring chapstick because I just find them always up there going, I wish I had chapstick. Um, I've got some moleskin, so it's like for blisters if anybody gets in a hard pinch. I'm ringing water pills, uh, hand sanitizer, Ooh, hand sanitizer as mentioned, toilet paper, wet wipes. I'm ringing rock tapes. This is like physio tape because I, I think I told you I'm going to pre-tape. Not that my knee's injured. I'm just going to pre-tape. Just also, was like a bit of a mental trigger to like step responsibly. Don't be a yeah. dummy. Don't don't hurt myself. Um, cell phone, obviously, tenacious tape for the gear repairs if yeah, we need I any. The same one. And I have just some other sort of something like just a like a Luco tape. I got some Luco tape. That's where I'm at on. So general. yeah, I've got the same Luco tape, and then the one thing different is taking Voltaren. Just if my oh. knees bugging me, I can rub that on there. I've actually taken that a lot of trips and i haven't used it yeah on my trips ever so but it's more just that i don't not that i don't want to i guess then i've got a gauze pad in there if in case someone's bleeding i don't know somehow that ended up in my bag you definitely need to listen to episode 16 no i i'm so 17 through. you I got it on the way here oh yeah good you gotta listen to on the way home and be like i'm not hunting with chris why just i don't take a first aid kit okay well i hardly you have more than i do i've got some band-aids and then i got Advil, so that's ibuprofen, and then T3s, and then also just my thyroid pills. That that's just for me. Whenever I take those every right. day, and then I got eyeglasses case so that I don't step on my glasses when I'm that's not wearing smart. them at night, and then tenacious tape as well. So that's about that's what I have. Okay, we're right in there. The um, Luco tape I find is money because you can use that. Say you got a cut, you say your finger or something, you can easy take that and just pinch it and tape oh, yeah. it and wrap it up. That stuff is. If you got blisters, so again, I've used that on my feet. Yeah, I've used it on my hips when I've had shitty packs. Yeah, yeah, I've used that on my chest where my one strap was rubbing when I used to have a shitty pack as Mm -hmm. well. And I, I came out and I both my hips taped and my my left pectoral, I guess, where my (laughs) my pack was rubbing and it it just sticks on there for days. It does. Yeah, it's crazy stuff. Um, yeah, that's pretty it for general. I'm pretty stoked on, maybe I'm stoked, I don't know, on my food this time. My food weighs... For one day? Or for her? So, I've got nine rations. Yeah. So, nine days food up there. And before I add my freeze-dried, I'm at a 1.5. Per day? Per day. Okay. I'm about the same. I did one day... um, that I've got here, and then I've the other days will be slightly different, but they'll all be around that one and a half pound range. I'm at um, how many calories do you shoot for per day? I don't know, I don't know where I'm at. Okay. I don't know I, how many calories in those nomads, the big packs. Uh, they they're going to be like 500, some 600. of them are up into 700s, and some of them are high 500s. Okay, so I think I'll be coming in around. 2,500, somewhere in there. Um, yeah. I'm doing something that I've always wanted to do, but I've never actually done. 
Um, I've always called heard them be called butthole sandwiches. Oh, okay. With the bagel. They take the bagel, the peanut butter, the honey, and the bacon, and then vacuum seal it. And then when all the peanut butter squirts out, it looks like a butthole. Oh, okay. Um, but I saw on Instagram, stole some Instagram inspiration, um, doing it with flatbreads. And so I've done that and they're actually delicious. So I went nuts and I made a whole bunch of them. So I do my ration. I do my, I package my food in two day lots. Yeah. I do the same in three day lots. Yeah. So I just, then I don't have to go to, if the food's hung somewhere, I don't have to go there every day. And if I go away from my base camp, I've got food in case I have to spend the night. Yeah. So in my two, so I've got um, three butthole sandwiches in a two-day ration pack. Okay. And I think... And they're, you said they're flatbreads? Yeah. So, nan bread or r- wraps? Um, they're a square... They're a square wrap oh, okay. material. Okay. Um, and uh, I made them with that fatso peanut butter, which is like apparently supposed to be... I'll find something to trade with you. Yeah. But I think like I'm looking at these things already and I'm like... And I know they're delicious already because I've already eaten some of them. That's why I had yeah. to make more. Um, there's two kilograms of uncooked bacon in these things. Oh, wow. So by the time I cooked them, like it weighed nothing, but it was yeah. two one kilo packs of bacon. So I got a lot of bacon, nice. but I think I'm going to get sick of these. I really do. I think I'm going to be like far out. If I ever see another butthole sandwich, well, I'm not going to like, I can't eat these things. So I'm going to be That's trading. Um, but one per one and a half, one per day, two every other day. Okay. Fair enough. I, I feel like with some stuff like that, there'll be, great in the beginning and then they get a little bit soggy or a little bit towards stale. the end yeah, no, yeah and right. then you're also a little you've been eating it a lot and then you're like Dah. that's what i mean towards the end i'm gonna be like garrett can i give you a butthole sandwich i'll be trying to feed you off sure i'll trade you for some uh some of my stuff so i'm doing i'm doing the nomad food um butthole sandwiches one per day one okay. per day yeah yeah um butthole sandwiches trail mix so two cups of trail so a cup of trail mix per day um, a chocolate bar, and this time I've done Eat More's or O Henry's alternating. Uh, a Pro Bar, I think that's actually what they're called, Pro Bar. I don't they, like those ones. Well, I got them for free. Okay. I walked into uh, Mount Waddington's to buy something else, and my buddy works there, Nate, and he he said the I was looking at the Honey Stingers and stuff, and I said, yeah. like I've never bought the Honey Stingers before. I said, what's good? And he threw me a whole box of these things. He goes, well, these are about to expire, so I need to just take these. So yeah, I took them. Nice. No, I know like a friend of mine loves piece. them. He takes a lot of those with him, but yeah. I just don't like them. 300 calorie. Nice. Um, coffee. And I've taken in a three-day, in a two-day ration pack, I've got like 15 pieces of pepperoni. Okay. So I want to lay it out like there's not much in there. You got Your food is way different than mine, I'll tell you that. What do you got? So I've got... I've got animal fats and chocolate and nuts. That's what I've got. I've got a bit of everything. So I've got simply protein bars. I got two of those. So they come in three different flavors. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then I'll take 50 grams of walnuts per day. So I don't know what that is. But it's basically a a handful. Like if you were to reach in a pot and grab a handful, that's about a handful. And then the same for raisins. So I'll often eat my walnuts and my raisins mixed. Mm-hmm. Um, I just find walnuts taste a lot better that way. Um, then I've also got coconut clusters. Those come from Costco. They're kind of like coconut shreds with some other sesame seeds and stuff in there as well. 
Um, then I've got uh, some beef jerky. I've got a small bag of the Hawkins cheesies. Mm-hmm. This is for one day. So some of the stuff I won't take every day. Yeah, yeah. And then I got a green belly meal bar. So that's 660 calories. Holy shit. Really? Yeah. 17 How grams of protein. How big is this thing? Size it's a meal them? replacement bar. No, it's it would be, uh, let's say, four inches by, yeah, four and a half inches. So usually there's in resealable bags. So typically what I do is I'll open it up, slide it out, just crack off a chunk. You know, I might even just crack off like two bites worth and then eat that and then, you know, reseal the bag and keep going. Uh, And then I've got, which I started doing last year and I love doing this. I take two of those oatmeal packets. I bought a box of triple berry. So you take two oatmeal triple berry and then you have a Ziploc bag with three tablespoons of powdered milk in there. So you then you add your water to the powdered milk, you shake it, so it's mixed, and then you add your two oatmeal packets and you just let it sit for ten minutes, just cold water, cold uh, cold Co- milky oatmeal. Yeah, That's cold really milky legit. oatmeal, and it's so good. And it's you look at the calories on it; it's the calories are great, the flavors like it tastes great, and it's got good protein in it. And especially because you're up there and you don't get any uh, like on a normal day when I'm like down working whatever i'll eat you know yogurt every day i'll eat milk in the evening mm-hmm. and then just to go to a diet with no dairy it just i feel like it helps a lot so i'll do that so this is the one day i won't have again the oatmeal every day some days i'll have the no man nutrition breakfast or you're just doing that midday something uh whenever i'm not very i just yeah. eat it whenever i usually don't eat first thing in the morning so it'll be a late like a breakfast or lunch or dinner i couldn't care less whenever i'll eat any time so, um, whenever I'm sitting around glassing, basically. Right. So, yeah. So, that would be one day. Other things I'll be taking, you know, I'll have almonds, pecans. I'll take those some days instead of walnuts or whatever. I won't take the cheesies every day. Maybe I'll, you know, chuck a couple Oreos in there instead of cheesies. I'm not doing chocolate Oreos. this year. I'm adding Oreos. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're good. I got a, a, my, my mother-in-law sort of as a prank bought me a, a super pack for my birthday so nice. we still got another box or another bag box whatever left yeah. so yeah so yeah that'll be i don't know i'll probably i might throw in a chocolate bar like a snickers or a o henry as well yeah. um but yeah this this is generally this will be my what i was just listing here will be my go-to so not too much sugar you know got some animal protein in there got some uh Good variety of stuff, I feel like. I'm the looking green... at my list right now. It's making me crave um, fresh celery. Do you want to try those green bellies? I'll give you some. I'll try one. I might try and bring some celery. Uh, I'm just like, I'm reading my list right now. I'm like, what's missing? And I just, in my head is like a crispy piece of celery, like a vegetable. I won't bring celery. I'm having celery. I just feel like you'll be packing around a pound of celery for like 30 grams of or 30 calories. Yeah, but it might be nice to eat. Like what I've got there is like calorie dense. But how enjoyable is it going to be to eat? Fair enough. I you got to do it sometimes. Just take stuff that you're going to enjoy. I've done it before. You like know, you have all your food packed, and you're like. The one time when I went on that sheep hunt again, I had all my food packed and then Demaris like, oh, Garrett, I bought you uh, some dried mangoes. And I was like, okay, I'll put those in. And I was Love like them. rationing those mangoes yeah. to, you know, so actually that's another thing I will add in here for sure is the 
dried mangoes. So yeah, that's something I might get some fruit in there too. I was on a hunt uh, in 2017 and we knocked over a couple of deer and then the fellow I was hunting with whipped out two apples. Oh, really? Oh, dude, it was the greatest thing I've ever experienced nice. in my life. Two apples? Like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah. I, There's a photo that. of me like top of the world sitting behind like these two Euromount skulls and I'm like just chomping on an apple. Yeah, this one. Yeah. I'm sitting behind Crazy that and, and his buck and I'm eating a uh, apple. Sweet. Nice. Yeah. Um, the mango is legit. Absolutely. It's just good to have variety. Like don't have it some days. If you're like, oh, God, I like walnuts. Just have a day where you don't eat walnuts. Have a day where you have none of those two, those two simply protein bars. Even though I like those and I eat those yeah. all year round. Like, I'll, you know, not necessarily every day. But just have a day where you don't have certain things. Otherwise, you're just gonna be looking at that food and be like again yeah exactly so, it's just like, calories at that point yeah it'd be like any meal that you eat at home you know if you had it every day your favorite meal that your wife makes for you mm-hmm. and you'd be like ah i don't want to eat this again like it's been seven days in a row yep so yeah you get a pretty quick burnout oh, i'm feeling pretty good about it though i'm gonna maybe add a couple things to the food department otherwise i'm i'm set um I haven't. I did do a total. I think like total at some point, but that was before food. And I don't know. I I will. I will weigh my backpack as we're leaving. Yeah. All in. You're taking a scale, so I can weigh mine too. Then. Yeah, I'll spring like a handheld yeah. scale. Um. Oh, that's the other thing. So we got a boat, which is pro. But I'm gonna. I already said this today when we we're hiking. I'm gonna load that boat up with goodies, mm-hmm. like Powerades. Apples, celery. Yeah. So we can get back. and So we get back. We can just like, because well, that's sweet. Well, we don't want a bear sitting in there. So as, as long as we have a, bring a toolbox or something, lock it. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. It would be no good. It'd be, I, yeah, I was saying this to you too. We should chuck a few things in there just, you know, in case we have to go back and grab something, it's in the boat and not on the other side. Yeah. Well, I'm going to try to leave nothing in the truck. Yeah. Like my rifle case, maybe. Like nothing. I, I'm thinking I'm going to take the rifle case in the boat so that if it's bouncing around, it's not. That's a great idea. So either way, either that or somebody's going to have to hold my rifle because I'm not sitting it on the bottom of the boat or on the bench. <laughs> no. Um, how, are you, how are you enjoying that scope with the turret on top? Oh, loving it. Have you got your head around like cranking, for, like winding the turret for shots? Yeah. So the thing I'm worried about is not cranking it back. Well, that the beauty with yours is it's got a giant red marker on it. Yeah, which is sweet. If the marker's pointing at you, it's you know. But it's good. just a different mindset. You know, know, before it was okay. I'm sighted in for two hundred, two fifty. Okay, I will aim. Uh, you know, four inches high, five inches high, whatever it is. Yeah. So, but now, and that was my max range before. Now I've got it dialed, which is great. I got it dialed at two twenty, um, and I was you know hitting like within a few inches groups at 220 nice and then i did a few clicks and i've got it figured out right where i need to be for 290 yeah so uh now you know the goal is to do a figured out till i'm gonna go shooting first thing in the morning i know it's probably a lot if you but if you want to come out yeah no, i'll come shoot out some gongs yeah no i'll uh my goal is to get to 350 i'm very comfortable shooting at 290 right now yeah and i've done a variety of positions at the range yeah so I I just and then three fifty is sort of where I'm where I'm shooting to be at. So at least know, we're both thinking about I'm getting parts. out at least at least two or three times this week. So maybe 
you know, we'll see how it goes, but I'm feeling really good at 290 right now. So basically, I'm feeling really good at 300. So. And maybe I will try and do Saturday. I know you asked me to do Saturday morning, but I was kind of thinking I should spend time with the family, but maybe it is worth getting out for at least an hour or so Saturday morning for first light and just send a couple together. No, sounds good. Spent some time doing it. The wife's got to approve that. Cass, I need to go to be ethical. She's, she's <laughs> going to be all over that. <laughs> no, I'm feeling like really good with my shooting. Um, if anybody's seen that my Instagram post, I'm shooting off a rest, which obviously I'm not backpacking in. So now the shooting I'm going to do this week is all off of backpack. And so I'll use the bino harness as a rear bag. Yeah. Um, it's all going to be off of that setup. And I have been shooting 600, but if the new setup means I'm only hitting 400, like, that's good. I need to know that now. I need to know like what my range is. For me, I'm already feeling I am more comfortable shooting 290 now mm-hmm. than I was shooting 250 last year. Like way more comfortable. So I'm feeling I'm already feeling a lot better. I've I've been shooting different ammo, much better ammo. Mm-hmm. I've got a much better rifle scope on my rifle, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's just just loving it. Nice. So nice. That 290 is where my range goes up to, and that's why I got to get out. And shoot a bit farther when it's you yeah. know. I got those gongs set up. We got like um, we got a cut two of the gongs set up, and you can basically move in and out on those anywhere from like two hundred to four hundred. Yeah, and then you go way back, and you got to sort of creep around a corner a little bit, and you can see I've got another gong at six hundred. Nice, that's sweet. So we can go and shoot some stuff. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a gear list. We should wrap this up because we're getting on there, and I hope nobody's um, hope everyone's still with us. But yeah, that's what we're taking, and that's our system. Sharing a lot of stuff. Nick's probably at home, hiding things in his backpack that hoping me and Garrett don't find. And he's whatever. Oh, I might add that book just to um, just to stick it up, Eric, a little bit. You know what Eric said to me today? <laughs> he told me not to say that he said this, but I'm going to say it anyway because I think it's hilarious. He said like between the three of us, you, me, and Nick. If shit hit the fan, he thinks you'd be the only one to make it out. <laughs> I've uh, never even met the. I've, yeah, I've met him. But. No, he thinks you're a lunatic. He's not wrong. Yeah, he thinks you're a nut job. Well, I'll take that as a compliment. I yeah, guess. I think so. But he said if 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 it goes bad, he he thinks you're the only one coming out to tell the story. I had this years ago. This had been right after high school. People kept coming here, Garrett. If you were in the Hunger Games, I think you'd win. And I'm like, all I knew, I hadn't watched movie. All I'd heard was like, you know whatever you like little bits of piece. I'm like, so I'd be good at killing, killing people. I'm like, I don't know if that's a compliment or not. <laughs> and then I watch the show. I was like, okay, I think it's a compliment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, there you go. Eric sees it in you. So hunger games, watch out. All right, buddy, let's shut her down. Um, this podcast might air when we're already on the hunt. Right. We're leaving. We're, we're leaving, leaving Sunday. Sunday night. So, this one might come out the Monday that we've already left, which is fine by me. There you go. And then hopefully we'll get another one to come out the following Monday. Um, anyway, think about us, everybody. We'll be hunting. All right. Good night. Send in questions if you got them. Oh, forgot to mention anything about send in the reviews for the decals. Keep sending in the trash pictures for the, the swag. Um, those pictures are flooding and I love it. And... I'm going to run out of gear because everyone's doing such a good job. I'm just going to like give out all the gear in the first round. And there's going to be nothing left for week two. So just make sure you get your entries in quick. 
Or else I gotta go buy more gear. <laughs> Alright, good night. <laughs>